Hello and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Tuesday, November 7th. Let's jump into this morning's top stories. Tulane will begin the interview process for its new AD this week, according to College AD, which reports a group of five to six candidates will interview virtually. From there, the pool is expected to be narrowed to two or three finalists who will interview in person. Under the current timeline, a selection is expected to be made before Thanksgiving. In the latest from Ann Arbor. A former employee at a Big Ten football program yesterday revealed it was his job to steal signs and that he was given details from multiple conference schools before his team played Michigan to compile a spreadsheet of play-calling signals used by the Wolverines last year, according to the AP's Larry Lage. The employee, who came forth anonymously for fear of the disclosures hurting his coaching career, tells Lage he shared the documents with Michigan, which showed the Wolverines' signs and corresponding plays, after his school faced UM in 2022. Lage noting, the person also passed along screenshots of text message exchanges with staffers from a handful of Big Ten football teams with Michigan, giving the program proof that other conference teams were colluding to steal signs from the Wolverines. The alleged actions by Michigan's opponents potentially violate the Big Ten sportsmanship policy, which is being used as the basis of the conference's case against Michigan. The school and the Big Ten confirmed Monday that Michigan had received notification of potential disciplinary action from the conference. The Big Ten on Saturday formally notified Michigan about potential disciplinary action under the Big Ten sportsmanship policy and informed the school it has until Wednesday to respond, per the Detroit News's Angelique Chengelis. Chengelis also reports the notice does not specify any potential suspension for football head coach Jim Harbaugh but does outline the allegations that the league continues to investigate. The NCAA has turned over its findings of the investigation to Michigan, and Yahoo's Ross Dellinger and Dan Wetzel report there is nothing that connects the in-person scouting and recording of opponents' sidelines to Harbaugh. Despite that, they note that Big Ten Commissioner Petiti is believed to have proposed a multi-game suspension for Harbaugh, which is expected to be met with legal action from both the coach and school. While under NCAA bylaws head coaches are presumed responsible for a staff member's actions, the Big Ten sportsmanship policy does not feature such a clause. Dellinger and Wetzel subsequently ask whether the Big Ten can apply an NCAA bylaw to override its own bylaw and suspend Harbaugh, and Kenny Hurt's Perry attorney Mitt Winter explains, the school or Harbaugh would have to present a cause of action. That could be a lack of due process claim or a failure to follow procedural rules. A judge could issue a temporary restraining order to reinstate Harbaugh until a more permanent decision is made from the courts through a preliminary injunction. The field of 68's Rob Doster sounds off on the lack of intriguing games to start the men's basketball season, we need to get the the coaches out of the decision-making process when it comes to the schedules because part of the reason that we have this issue is that all these coaches aren't going to want to play games that actually matter before they really feel like they know what they have with their team. And it's the regular season, man, you've got to start playing games. College basketball is the only sport we say we're going to have this soft opening because we don't want to be ready to play real games during the regular season. No, it's not like major league teams play double a teams in the first game of the regular season. It's not like you have the Lakers out here playing G League opponents in the first game of the regular season. It's very frustrating that, more and more, as these major networks divest themselves from college basketball, as the biggest media outlets in the United States of America find ways to take college basketball programming off of their airwaves that we are sitting here saying, you know what let's not have a great opening day. Memphis is the latest department to partner with D1 Relocation to assist with relocation needs for new administrative and coaching hires. 
Sportico's Michael McCann takes a deeper look into the Dartmouth men's basketball team's argument for unionization and points out that the absence of an athletic scholarship is not determinative, the players argue, especially since they and other Ivy League athletes might receive a better deal. This begins with recruiting and admissions. The athletes' applications aren't subject to the normal admissions process, where a mere 6% of applicants are accepted into Dartmouth, one of the most selective colleges in America, with a median SAT is a lofty 1520. Instead, the players' applications are given an early read that is more favorable. Furthermore, Dartmouth covers full tuition for students whose annual family income is less than $125,000, meaning players receive what is tantamount to a four-year guaranteed contract to attend an Ivy League school that costs about $85,000 a year to attend. As even Dartmouth officials testified, basketball players who quit, are cut or are dismissed from the team remain as students, they don't lose a dime in aid by leaving the team. Thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Tuesday, November 7th. We'll see you back here this afternoon.